Welcome to the St. Paul's Episcopal Church podcast. Here, we will share our thoughts, voices, and prayers. St. Paul's is a progressive community of faith with ancient roots. You can find out more about St. Paul's at their website, stpauls.dioup.org, or find us on Facebook. If you would like to share your words on this podcast, send us a message. May God's peace be with you today and always. In today's podcast, Charlie West shares some information from the church and world calendars, including information about Fabian, the game Scrabble, Lead Belly, Lenin, and more. He also shares a poem by Ella Wheeler Wilcock and some thoughts by a relative of Frederick Bickner on how to stick it out through tough times. You can read along in Charlie's blog, Words Twice a Week, at wordstwiceaweek.blogspot.com. Words Twice a Week, 117. And uh, yes, I am not doing anything specific about the big events of this week, inauguration, vaccine, and such. For me, this is kind of the backdrop against which we can watch all that play out. And as usual on Sunday, um, there are a number of links on the website, wordstwiceaweek.blogspot.com, if you want to follow up on some of these things. Some days from the church calendar. January 18th, the Confession of Peter. Jesus asked his disciples, who do people say I am, or the Son of Man is? And they said, well, John the Baptist, Elijah, another of the prophets. And Jesus said, what about you? Who do you say that I am? And Peter said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. So, what about us? Who do we say Jesus is? The days between the confession of Peter and the conversion of Paul, January 25th, are traditionally the ecumenical week of prayer for Christian unity. For a while, communities would have noontime services in various churches, often with a bread and cheese lunch following. January 20th, Fabian. No, not that one. This Fabian was the Bishop of Rome from 10 January um, 236 to his death on 20 January 250. When Pope Antares died and they were trying to choose a new Pope, Fabian had come in from the countryside, but no one really thought anything about him while they were reading and considering names of various illustrious church leaders, suddenly a dove came down and landed on Fabian. He was chosen by acclamation on the spot. Apparently, he ended up being martyred, so maybe it wasn't that good a deal after all. 
January 21, Agnes, another one of the virgin martyrs. She was a lovely young woman, but betrayed as a Christian when she refused to marry. After several unsuccessful attempts to put her to death, she was finally beheaded or stabbed and died. Then January 23rd, Phillips Brooks. Um, December 13th, 1835 to January 23rd. 1893. He was an American Episcopal clergyman and author, long the rector of Boston's Trinity Church and briefly Bishop of Massachusetts. He wrote something you know very well. You can either look it up or I will tell you next week. Some days from the world and earth calendar and backspace if necessary, depending on when you're reading or hearing this, to January 17th. According to my Shakespeare a Day book, today was the day in 1604 that the Hampton Court Conference actually commissioned a new translation of the Bible, the authorized version, a.k.a. the King James Version. Other sources just say it was during January, but it had to be one of the days, and like I say, my Shakespeare a Day book says it was January 17th. And I just think it's fascinating that it was commissioned by Church of England leaders, translated by Church of England scholars, and indeed shaped to reflect and support Church of England practice and polity. And then it ended up for a time being a favorite version of American conservatives. Life is just too cool. January 18th, 2021, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame reopens. More about this below. Um, the first hockey association was formed in 1886 in England, of all places. Huh? A. A. Milne was born in 1882, also in England. He died on January 31, so in between now and then, we are going to read Winnie the Pooh online at 8 p.m. each night. One person or family will read one chapter of the book. If you would like to zoom in and listen, here's the link. And I think maybe you have to cut and paste. It's on the website. Um, January 19th, Scrabble was first marketed in North America. I assume you can play Scrabble online. I guess if you don't take too long, you could play on Zoom. You would all have to have your own set. And caution, there is a word builder tool on the website. You put in your letters, and it shows you all the possible words. I put in C-H-E-A-T, and there were 41 possibilities. Frankly, I'm not that good at scrambling letters. The puzzle in the paper each day, I can't ever get it. Birthdays, Robert E. Lee, 1807, Edgar Allan Poe, 1809, Janis Joplin, 1943, and Dolly Parton, 1946. Huh, I would not have guessed Janis was older than Dolly. So what would you do with all that? Read The Raven or Annabelle Lee? Sing or listen to me and Bobby McGee? Watch the Ken Burns documentary on country music? Quiz. Which of these did not sing me and Bobby McGee? Chris Christopherson, Roger Miller, The Highwaymen, Jerry Jeff Walker, Waylon Jennings, The Grateful Dead, Gordon Lightfoot, Dolly Parton, or Johnny Cash? Trick question. They all did along with me and you and a bunch of other folks. January 20th, the ACLU was founded to protect the Bill of Rights and ensure that they are observed. 
sobering question of the day, how many of the 10 rights can you name without Google? It's the birthday in 1888, the Lead Belly, Hoodie Lead Belly. He did not sing me and Bobby McGee, but he did sing Irene, Good Night, Good Night Irene, The Midnight Special, Cotton Fields, House of the Rising Sun. Bob Dylan credits Lead Belly with getting him into folk music. In his Nobel Prize lecture, Dylan said, Somebody, somebody I'd never seen before, handed me a Lead Belly record with the song Cotton Fields on it. And that record changed my life right then and there, transported me to a world I'd never known. It was like an explosion went off, like I'd been walking in darkness, and all of a sudden the darkness was illuminated. It was like somebody laid hands on me. I must have played that record a hundred times. Sounds almost like Paul on the Damascus Road, doesn't it? There was, is, a movie on uh, Lead Belly. Apparently it's on Prime. January 21, Vladimir Lenin died in 1924, George Orwell in 1950. W. Paul Jones comments that Orwell made popular in terms like Big Brother and Doublespeak, in which lies are simply disinformation and evil becomes mistakes. Anything resonate there? Jones goes on. Lenin was succeeded by Joseph Stalin, who in the minds of many betrayed the people's dream, making real Orwell's prophetic fears. January 22, the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision in Roe v. Wade. The matter was not exactly settled. In 1943, temperature went from minus 4 degrees Fahrenheit to plus 45 degrees Fahrenheit in two minutes in Spearfish, South Dakota. January 23, the first class was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It included, among others, Chuck Berry, James Brown, Fats Domino, Robert Johnson, Jerry Lee Lewis, Little Richard, Jimmy Rogers, the Everly Brothers, Buddy Holly, and, yes, Elvis. In other words, the soundtrack of my and your youth. Edward Munk died in 1944. Salvador Dali in 1989, two artists who seem to fit in these uncharted and troubling times. January 24, the uh, Apple Macintosh went on sale in 1984. I went with Radio Shack instead. How about you? Thurgood Marshall, first African-American Supreme Court Justice, died in 1993. Winston Churchill died in 1965. We could use both of their characters today. <clears throat> then kind of serendipitously, these two things came into my inbox on the same day this week, so I thought I would pass them on. Poem Solitude by Ella Wheeler Wilcox. Laugh and the world laughs with you. Weep and you weep alone. For the sad old earth must borrow its mirth, but has trouble enough of its own. Sing and the hills will answer, sigh, it is lost on the air, the echoes bound to a joyful sound, but shrink from voicing. Rejoice and men will seek you, grieve and they turn and go, they want full measure of all your pleasure, but they do not need your woe. Be glad and your friends are many, be sad and you lose them all, there are none to decline your nectared wine, but alone you must drink life's gall. Feast and your halls are crowded, fast and the world goes by. Succeed and give, 
and it helps you live, but no man can help you die. There's room in the halls of pleasure for a large and lordly train. One by one, we must all file on through the narrow aisles of pain. Hmm. And then this from Frederick Beekner, who's talking about a time when his family's life had pretty much fallen apart, and his grandmother, I think it was, counsels them to just stick it out, to do the best they can. <clears throat> he writes, when, when it comes to putting broken lives back together, when it comes in religious terms to saving of souls, the human best tends to be at odds with the holy best. To do for yourself the best that you have it in you to do, to grit your teeth and clench your fists in order to survive the world at its harshest and worst is by that very act to be unable to let something be done for you and in you that is more wonderful still. The trouble with steeling yourself against the harshness of reality is that the same steel that secures your life against being destroyed secures your life also against being opened up and transformed by the holy power that life itself comes from. You can survive on your own. You can grow strong on your own. You can even prevail on your own. But you cannot become human on your own. Surely that is why in Jesus' sad joke, the rich man has as hard a time getting into paradise as that camel through the needle's eye, because with his credit card in his pocket, the rich man is so effective at getting for himself everything he needs that he does not see that what he needs more than anything else in the world can be had only as a gift. He does not see that the one thing a clenched fist cannot do is accept even from the bon Dieu himself helping hand. Hmm. Seems uh, with all that musical stuff this week, there should have been some connection to people who need people are the luckiest people in the world. That's all I got for now.